0: Three, two, one.
1: Recording in progress. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, what day is it? It's it's some April seventh. It's, it's, it's April seventh in the year of the pandemic, in the third year, of the pandemic, the third wave, the sixth wave, wave, the twelfth the wave.
2: <laughs> I'm so like angry damn, about this bullshit, man. Very it's angry. Like we're damn
1: surfers out here.
2: I feel like but, the uh, government's been very irresponsible and people don't give a shit anymore
1: people don't give a shit
2: but it's we'll talk about
1: that okay We'll talk about that. Well, hey, listen, good uh, Hello, everybody. everybody. Welcome. Hello. Good. Hello, everybody. Good Welcome hello. to Hashtag Uncensored <laughs> is the podcast ver- podcast version. Yours truly solitaire. DJ Ready Fox. No better, Nina. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks. Technically, last week we weren't off because we were on the clock doing a photo shoot for the new launch of Vibe 105. But we weren't. We did our
2: Smith show last week. What are you talking it, about?
1: oh yes sorry well yes because it was an on it was an on and off day so i almost forgot about that
2: man we're stop that man we're good man Uh, i forgot
1: my apologies my apologies uh ready fox you're absolutely right but uh we're back in our uh not necessarily full format today we're running a little behind so back in our back in our bag we are back but we've we've never left our bag
2: though what does that really mean mean, nina what does mean you're back in your bag
0: it means like you're back in your like your prime, your okay. prime. Okay.
2: Your
1: hustle. You're getting your. You're your hustle. You're in hustle mode.
2: Every you're, time I see lingo on Twitter and stuff or whatever, I just ask Nina. I'm like, Nina, what does this? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> what does NGL stand for? Not gonna lie, ready? Come on.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, how how y'all been this week? How's it been?
0: um this week what happened this week it's
1: like a, it's like a blur uh, this hasn't been nothing, a
0: good week I, I really hurt my back last week oh, yeah. and so i went to a chiropractor and i think mm. it was a waste of money oh um, yikes oh uh, bro all they okay all i did was talk to me for like 20 25 minutes about like my medical history etc cetera, etc cetera. uh barely cracked my back i crack it better myself when i go to sleep oh, my God. and then just gave me three exercises, stretches to do, and put some electro pads on me, which I also have at home. So I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Have you ever seen those man. videos on YouTube or Instagram of like chiropractors cracking people's necks and back and all that stuff?
0: No, but I do both of those myself. Oh. Not to the neck, I can't do to the extent that the chiropractor does. It, I but am my back, do myself all the time.
2: Terrified of having that done to me. I I feel like I'm going to be that one in one thousand case where he breaks your neck and paralyzes you like i'm not joking like i was watching i've seen some of these videos and they give me straight up anxiety watching yeah. this guy like he the way he holds their neck and then he jerks it all of a sudden you, whatever and the person gets up and they're like oh my god i've never felt this great before oh my thank oh my you god. thank you or whatever i'm like yo he could have
1: killed you man like <laughs>
2: he could, you're thanking him but that shit gives me anxiety i've never had my back cracked never had my neck cracked none of that
0: oh i, I have. have my neck every two seconds
1: oh. Really? Yeah, I just... How do you do it? How do you do it yourself?
0: It. Just twist it. I had a big Oh, no.
2: Still. No, mine doesn't... That shit scares does, me. I, and you... I don't
0: know when mine started doing that. I just did...
2: And you hurt your back deadlifting in the gym.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Michael, if you're listening, stop forcing me to do more weight. <laughs> mm. Bro, these guys, every day, you're stronger than you actually lift. You can lift more. You can lift more. And now look at me. Yeah. Luckily, the chiropractor said, because what I was concerned about, one of my friends was telling me how her ex-boyfriend he had a herniated disc they couldn't get it back in place so we had to have back surgery and i was like what the fuck i don't want that and the chiropractor's like no yours looks fine and i'm basically at the end of my healing process anyways okay
2: so have you been back in the gym yet or no
0: oh i I stayed going i'm about
1: to say i know i know (laughs) that didn't stop dina i I know she found a
0: workaround (laughs) I i don't think i'm gonna deadlift anymore though that story scared me I, why did I even
2: ask that question?
0: <laughs> the car factor asked me too, and then she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> okay.
1: So, hold on. If this person is telling you you could do more weight. Well, are you paying them to train you? No,
0: no, 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 these are just friends. Yo, oh, Michael, they, send, they do um, personal training stuff on the side. Michael is a friends.
2: dedicated listener of the show, man. Yeah. Salute and that. And a, He's a,
0: okay, he's a fighter. On, I love, he, he does, uh, oh, he's gonna kill me. He does those fights. UFC, like,
2: like, 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 like or mixed know, martial UFC arts.
0: Fights. yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, MMA fights. Yeah, oh, okay. that's. Big, fight. So what you're saying is
1: don't <laughs> don't bad mouth them on the
0: show. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> All right. So how how was your week, Solitaire?
1: Super, super busy, super uh, jam packed with uh, tasks. I mean, you know, it, you know, I, I I try to say how busy I am without disclosing what with what i'm busying myself with
2: nobody needs to know that's none of nobody's business but your own
1: you're you're damn right yes you're damn right so yes (laughs) it's been busy but it's been good i'm excited i'm motivated uh
2: why do you feel compelled to have to tell people why you're busy
1: i don't know because people keep people are fast people are fast you know what i'm saying people People fast up in your business they're like hey so what what have you been busy with what have you been working on i'm like uh none of your business hello no i'm just playing that's weird but um yeah, no, it's other than that, it's been a good week. I you know, uh, another week without COVID, check one for the good guys. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Right?
2: Listen man, oh. I've been feeling a little under the weather, I ain't gonna lie. Uh-oh. And uh Uh-oh. see, now if before twenty twenty, I wouldn't even think twice about this. It wouldn't even be a thought. I would go yeah. about my business and I would be good. I'd sip on Buckley's and no what? problem. But now, even so much as an itch in your throat, and you mm. wonder if you got the vid. Like, Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't like it. I don't love it. And I, let me ask you guys this real quick, too. I know we probably might talk about it, and um, probably might um <laughs> talk about Absolutely it. Absolutely will. And have you heards or whatever. But have you guys still been wearing your mask in, like, the grocery stores and yep. other places and stuff? Or oh, yeah.
0: no. Yep. I probably should out of everyone here probably should but I, don't.
2: I saw somebody i saw somebody tweet a doctor he tweeted today and he said um people that are not wearing masks in this environment are living in a state of denial that's what he 100%. said yeah and um i didn't get a chance to
1: <laughs> nina's like yeah yep here present in right. denial
2: i when i see people not wearing masks in like grocery stores and stuff or whatever i just feel like man you don't care about people. No. But.
1: no, I don't care about people. And I will, uh, before we jump right into it, I will say, I, you know, in a completely unscientific survey of my own taking, I find that people who are now, who've been kind of dismissing mask wearing and these mandates and like, you know, freedom, fucking freedom. Like, those are the people that you can see they're not really fighting for everybody's right to be safe they only care about themselves because if at this point without the mandates if you're wearing a mask it's to protect yourself and others whether or not There is, you know, whatever the efficacy of wearing masks are, it's still significantly, according to most doctors who are speaking on it, it still significantly reduces the rate of transmission, especially when you're in public spaces. So if you're not wearing a mask or if you choose to to deliberately not wear a mask, you realize, you know, either now at this point. You're saying that you don't think that COVID is real.
2: Well, maybe, maybe not. But there is a small percentage of the people that are not wearing masks right now that never wanted to wear them, didn't wear them as much as they possibly could. So they're being true to yeah. themselves now. True. While okay. like, I... So if you don't believe in it from the beginning and that's how you felt, that's how you feel. You, you do you. You've been doing you. Continue doing you. But for everybody <laughs> you know... else where you were doing all the other things, self-isolating wearing your mask, whatever, washing, all the things that we were all trying to do. And now you decide, you know what, I'm over it. I'm not going to do any of that stuff anymore. Those are the people I have a problem with. The people that mm. have been sticking to their guns from day one. Yeah. Well, you nothing we said was ever going to convince you anyway. So, mm. you know. But So, means- so
1: Nina, what, what's your retort on that, Nina?
0: <laughs> no, well, I was going to say, first of all. Only been to one place. Well, I mean, the gym, there's no point in wearing the mask when you walk in because you're going to take it off anyways to exercise. So that's Mm. pointless. Mm. Um, There's like probably, I've seen probably maybe two or three people who've worn it. But like the only place I've been so far is Walmart. And I Mm. ran in quickly to get something. I will say though, like if I was to go walmart on a saturday morning which i won't because i'll be sleeping but when, if i was to go like during peak hours or something busy. then yeah i put something on or if i was to go to the mall even though i don't go to the mall <laughs> but if i was to go to the mall i would put something on like mm-hmm. for me it was just a, a just a quick in and out and i was like all right whatever like i don't care but and also too like if i'm going to like a restaurant or like uh, like something like that. I'm not going to put a mask on either for the two seconds to walk and sit at the table and okay. then take it off. But
1: uh, yeah, I've <laughs> done, I've done, the, I've done the restaurant without a mask. I, I admittedly, I have done that. But that's mm-hmm. the way it is,
2: though. You, they, all they do is ask you to wear the mask as you're coming in. Once you get seated and you sit down, you pretty much can take it off anyways. Like, how else are you going to drink and eat your food and stuff or whatever? So that to me, that's not yeah. someone being irresponsible per se. It, yeah. it, it feels inconvenient to have to wear it for literally 30 seconds to walk through the door especially
0: seat. when you're a girl who wears makeup
2: well yeah i, I, I don't <laughs> i've never understood that per se but um the all the other places like a busy walmart like you were saying nina or the grocery store and all that stuff it just uh i'm over people i this the whole thing has just made me not give a shit about people anymore because i see how people don't give a shit about anything else so we're gonna try to keep the show to a brisk hour so we should get the ball rolling i think all we've right. been bantering enough now so solitaire take yes away. I'm let's gonna, get to it and i'm gonna keep you timed too so
1: all right we, we'll keep we it brief we'll keep it, we'll keep it to a couple of quick bites and maybe some big news but of Go course for uh for our continued supporters who interact with us and listen to the show every week thank you we appreciate you we love you and we would ask you a small favor to like share subscribe to our podcast at hashtag Vibe 105, and if you're looking for it wherever you get your podcast, it's hashtag Uncensored, so we appreciate y'all recommending us to your friends to tune in, especially when we get back on air on Vibe 105 in the next uh, two to three weeks, I don't know, I'm just going to put that out into the atmosphere and hopefully i like um, accurate on that, but nevertheless, uh, keep continuing to support us, and uh, we'll keep bringing you this content. And without further ado, it is time. Since I don't have my elements, I got to bring back my remix to the intro for <laughs> Have You Her. I don't know, was try something new. That was pretty good, right? Eh, no? I won't take that. Nina, Nina, you're just a hater. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're just a, you just be hating on me. <laughs> anyway. uh, speaking of COVID, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but apparently we are in the th- full throes
0: of a sixth wave Probably. of a
1: pandemic. Just, ride the
0: wave, boys. Ride just ride in the time wave,
1: yeah. for mask mandates to be lifted here in Ontario. Get your surfboards! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Get your surfboards! The waves! <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention as you know, we discussed it, touched on it a little bit in the intro, but the Cases are up, man. Cases of COVID are going up, and this is a telltale sign to me. Because when it comes to Quebec, I always figured, I always felt like Quebec throughout the pandemic has been kind of hesitant to be too heavy hand, too heavy uh? handed with their mandates. Or did I mess that up?
0: Yeah, Quebec was heavy handed as hell. They put a curfew and everything on everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been strict.
1: Well, like they're West being Indian parents,
0: today. super
2: yeah, strict.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know what. Everything everything about this pandemic is blind and blur. But this is obviously a uh, an indication of how things uh serious things are becoming again because the they've actually turned. in Quebec, they were about to um they were about to remove their mask mandates, but they've actually extended it for another month of April because they've had a significant rise in hospitalizations. So Quebec say. And you don't say, right? And Prince Edward Island have extended their provincial masks mandate, mask mandates until later on this month. trying to prevent uh, the spread, the continued spread of COVID-19 since they have uh, been seeing signs of a sixth wave. Right. The interim public health director, Dr. Luke Boileau said he was extending the mask mandate until the end of April because of a rise in infections and hospitalizations across the province. Quebec, Ontario, and British Columbia also said they will be expanding access to their fourth doses of COVID-19 vaccines since the National Advisory uh, Committee on Immunization said provinces should prepare to start offering boosters. Are you all, uh, speaking of boosters, are you all, have you received a booster? no yeah ready no not yet you haven't eh no nina
0: yeah i got mine
1: are you inclined to get a fourth booster are you ready for a fourth booster (laughs) what why
0: you already got (laughs) three now i now i just feel like they're just injecting 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 until something works
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're really just trying to like inject people until this goes away that's, but, um, you guys,
0: can
2: I stop you both there, you you silly Scorpios, both of you? <laughs> what,
1: what? you didn't, I didn't say anything
2: yet. You were agreeing with her.
1: I'm you always, you always agree crap. with her. So, <laughs>
2: so, you guys, this might be a thing where we have to get a shot once a year, just like the, yeah, shot. like the flu shot. So getting a fourth shot, stop acting like it's a big deal. Stop acting like, oh, my God, they want us to get another shot. It's The only reason why you feel that way is because the short amount of time that it's been like you got your first shot, then what, you had to wait six weeks or something like that or a few months yeah. to get your second shot. And then yeah. maybe it was a year later when you got your booster.
1: No, it wasn't a year later. It was like that a few months, months later. Okay.
2: So, but <laughs> you guys, all I'm saying is this is go- trending towards it being an endemic thing where we may have to get a COVID shot once a year.
1: Well, you not three in a, a year now. He, Nina, Nina, look at this guy. He doesn't even, he's only got two. Listen to this guy talk about, you got to get so, another back. one. So
0: he only has two. So, so, so. Get the booster and then come talk to us. We, get, a, get a booster.
2: So get what, booster what I'm, So what? what? you guys are being elitist towards me now because yeah, you guys you have boosters and Just I like don't? we
0: were when we found out you got, did you not get Pfizer? You got Moderna, right? Yeah, he got the Johnson. Yeah. I got the, the Johnson and brand. Johnson. He got, he got <laughs> the no-frills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the no-frills. right. Johnson Johnson. No, I did. Yeah. I got
2: Moderna. I got Moderna.
0: Yeah, you know why? That. Because it's
2: Pfizer struck not. me as like the iPhone of the vaccines and I was like, you know what?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you wanted Everyone, to go Samsung.
2: I wanted to go Samsung, so I got of Moderna, course. man.
0: It makes sense
1: so now in, in never mind what's going on in quebec and in prince edward island and prince edward island other provinces have resisted calls to reimpose public health restrictions uh including mask mandates even as cases have r- risen in parts of the country of course we are in ontario so we're speaking about ontario the ontario government reported one thousand nine hundred and no 1091 people in hospital with COVID-19. And that is nearly 40% higher than a week ago. Ontario ended mask mandates in most public spaces two weeks ago, with the exception of public transit and healthcare settings. Doug Ford uh, seems to be sticking with his idea that uh, they are prepared that this rise in cases was anticipated and that they have uh expanded their hospitals' ability to accommodate the increase in cases and as a result they won't have to impose or rebring or reimpose these mask mandates. Are you going for that, Ready Fox?
2: Going for what? Say it again. Sorry.
1: Are you going for are you going for Doug Ford uh reassuring Ontario that we are prepared to handle this increase. They're saying that right now the case is because there's been a significant decrease in the amount of tests that they're doing so they're only basically testing the wastewater to see uh, Mm -hmm. how much infection is in the wastewater and right now they're projecting that we are at the height we're at levels that was seen at the last height of the fifth wave yeah. in January. Yeah. They're saying there's up to thirty thousand cases.
2: Yeah, yeah, a day. And we don't know because they're not doing the testing the way they were doing before in terms of the daily testing to see how many new cases are in hospitals and all that stuff. Now, yeah. I want to check my own bias about this because everything every time Doug Ford says something, I tend to want to be like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> kind of thing, right? So yeah. it's like. He already... I'm biased towards Doug Ford. I didn't vote for him. I've never thought he's been a good premier. He's been pretty trash from day one.
1: He had two weeks of solid leadership. He had two Two
2: weeks weeks. of pretty good times. And then he went (laughs) right back to Doug Fording, right? So asking me that, I don't feel good about answering it because I'm aware of my bias towards this guy. I don't fucking like this guy. So, you know... I don't know, man. But see, I just wish there wasn't an election coming up for us to really know if he would really be doing this or if he would have been holding a press con. If the, if he was a year away from election, would he hold a press conference and say, you know, we we gotta reinstitute some of these band aids because the numbers are going back up again and. I've always you know, vowed I'm going to take care of the people as best as I can or whatever. But we are like three months away from his election. So that that taints everything for me. So I don't trust him. That's fair. I never have trusted him. But I'm aware that I'm biased against him because I don't fucking like him.
1: All right. Well, um, Nina, I'm going to forego your comment on this because I want to keep pushing. I want to cover a couple more stories. But um, the next one.
2: Wait. But uh, let me ask Nina. Do you like Doug Ford?
0: (laughs) Mm, I don't care about him. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You don't no, have the venom form like the way no, I do. No, I don't like him because remember, he did something that affected me. What It was something school, something yeah, school, something about school. Yeah, something about he took yeah, away the
2: grants about... at school or something like that. Or...
0: Something I remember and it affected me. So then I decided to vote after that.
1: <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Uh, uh, all right, let me move on quickly to another story. As you're probably aware, if you're listening to this and you are a working stiff like us here, uh, you may have had some issues if you maybe were laid off from your job or you were, you know, you had to take some time off or you were working at a restaurant and you may have had some problems paying your rent during that time. Well, good news Toronto has created the Toronto Rent Bank. And it's available to low-income Toronto residents who are behind on their rent. Are you guys behind on your rent? Do you guys need me, Daddy <laughs> Warbucks, to perhaps Imagine. give you a loan? Oh a bank God. loan for your rent? I fi- what I-
0: rent? <laughs>
2: uh, I, I get... Ang- no, I'm not behind on my rent. I would feel... I feel anxiety just being a couple Thinking of days. It, right? I would, be, I yeah. would
0: feel an- anxious like that, too. But The again, closest thing I have to this car payments. How about that?
2: Yeah, but a lot of people... Again, lost their jobs, lost their way 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 of making money through no fault of their own. Yeah, and yeah. it's unfair to a lot of people that you know. It's not like they were being lazy and not looking for work or just mm. whatever, just resting on their laurels, so to speak, or whatever. Like yeah. a lot, like they shut down half of the businesses in the city. Like, what yeah. were people supposed to do? So yeah, yeah. I and feel the reality folks, of it man. is
1: the the reality of it is the. We are going to be paying the costs for all of that lost, all of those lost opportunities, those lost jobs, that lost revenue over the pandemic for a while to come. So it's good to see that at least here in Canada, whatever shit show is uh, being, you know, is being enacted by whatever government, provincial or federal, you do get a sense that they are aware that they're going to have to carry some of the less fortunate uh, in society who are struggling to still you know, get back on their feet after this pandemic. So this is some good news. The Toronto Rent Bank is a partnership between the City of Toronto and the Neighborhood Information Post. And they provide support to Toronto residents who are behind on the rent or need help with a rental deposit. If you're looking for a new place to rent, maybe you just recently uh, got employment and you're looking to get back into the rental market, which is on fire in Toronto, apparently. So, uh, for eligibility, residents may be eligible for rent as arrears grant or a rental deposit assistance if they are behind on rent, currently live in or are moving to Toronto, pay market rent for a rental unit that's covered by the Residential Tenancies Act. You can provide proof of current or pending employment and are not currently in receipt of social assistance like Ontario works or Ontario disability support program. You're the sole applicant for your household. So stop scamming the government for these, uh, government checks by applying six people in the house, applying for, for rental support for the same unit. Like, you know, try to be honest about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you are on the lease as the leaseholder or an occupant to qualify, uh, or you have the total household income that is the same or less as the amounts. Uh, we'll put this on. We'll actually post this on our Twitter page, so I don't have <laughs> to go through the actual numbers. You can read through it for yourself because uh-huh. it's you know depends on your family size and uh, and the maximum household income. But this is good news yes. for people who need support. People need rates. help, man. Yeah, people definitely need help in these times. We're not through it yet. It's as much as we're anticipating. I mean, Caravan is happening. The, game, the, the Pride Parade is happening. NASCAR, like they're just, everything is open and open for business. So... Do um, you
0: think OVO will happen?
1: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It, I, I mean, so if, wait, if it's Caravan been is happening... for the last I, couple
2: of years, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If Caravan is happening, I can't imagine that uh, Drake is going to say, well, you know, let's be responsible and not have OBO. And he might be
2: over. Actually, it's a money-making thing for him, so he would want to continue doing it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Reddy, are you going to cover the Kitanji uh, mm. Jackson?
2: I was just going to mention it briefly, but if you want to do it now, go, go, go nuts.
1: Well, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate because celebrate. Uh, if you haven't uh, been keeping up To speed with what's going on in America with their Supreme Court uh, nominee, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Well, she's made history. Mm -hmm. She's the first Black woman on the Supreme Court. The U.S. Senate confirmed Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court on Thursday, today that we are recording, uh, making her the first ever Black woman and former public defender to serve on the nation's highest court. Jackson is 51. She was confirmed in a 53 to 47 vote. I'm just happy that it wasn't close. (laughs) I mean, it's relatively close, but it's, you know, it wasn't as close as it could have been because uh, aside from all the Democrats voting for her, she actually had some bipartisan support. Barely. Republicans are.
2: They're disgusting animals. Republicans. (laughs) I'm serious. They're (laughs) fucking savage animals. They are. They belong in the in the wild Republicans.
1: I try to contain it to those Republicans who show their ass. I think that they all do. Not all of them. Well, three of them don't. Three of them actually stepped up and, you know, and and really voted against their party. Fuck Um,
2: Susan Collins. And Lisa Murkowski, both of them, because they did some sideways shit on a lot of votes. Mitt Romney's the only Republican that's been pretty consistent with his decency. The rest of them can fucking kick rocks, man. (laughs) All of them.
1: You know why? Because Mitt Romney's Mormon. Isn't he a Mormon? Yeah. Yeah, He's from Utah.
2: He's probably got like eight wives or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway. Yeah, so like Ready Spock said, uh, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, and Mitt Romney were the three Republican standouts who actually voted to confirm Jackson. I know we keep mentioning as uh, black and brown folks, you know, we're tired of you know the first this and the first that, but I think this is an important one to celebrate because if you watched any of the proceedings, did you watch any of uh? Hell no. Any of the questioning of this I've, woman?
2: I've seen highlights of it or whatever, and um, I just wish her husband was like Doctor Umar, like that would have been so much better for me. Than...
1: Doctor Umar Johnson?
2: Yeah, no, yeah, like it, her husband's white, right? So I think that played mm-hmm. a role in. Just the way Are it you lot... saying you
1: wish her husband was black?
2: I, I wish he was the like the blackest of black. I wish he was like, like I don't know, like Farrakhan <laughs> and Martin Luther rolled into one man with like with a bit of Tupac in there, like <laughs> you know.
1: I didn't know that she was. I didn't know that her husband was white. I, I think that, that I think
2: part all. of that placated. I, that, yeah. I think that part of that placated some of the people that were looking at her, particularly the Republicans, but it's okay. I mean, I like, hate, Hey, I hate
1: to think that I well, hate to love
2: think who that. you love. Like, I don't care if her husband is white. I'm just making a joke per se, but it's just, it just would have even sent a more powerful message to me. If her husband was like, you know,
1: darker than dark.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's true. That's true. Uh, what about you, Nina?
0: Uh, no, I didn't see any of it. I saw the clips, but I didn't see any of it like per se. They asked detail.
2: a lot of, Dumbass, racist questions towards. Yeah, that's what I saw the clips of Yeah,
0: it
1: is. I I can only imagine how infuriating it must be for somebody who is so well educated and knowledgeable. She's the most qualified. She's the overqualified.
2: Most qualified, uh, whatever. Uh, proposed um, judge for the Supreme Court, probably ever. These motherfuckers were asking her questions like, are you gonna try to sneak in critical race theory into your into your judgments and stuff or whatever? And like all like man, fuck those people, man.
1: It can't it it must be infuriating to be interrogated by people who are clearly, clearly
2: less intelligent than you.
1: Less intelligent than yeah. you. But um nevertheless, we are gonna celebrate our victories. Uh obviously the first Hopefully not the last. So congratulations to Katanji Brown Jackson on being the first black woman on the Supreme Court. And uh, need security.
2: What's that? She's going to need security around the clock now.
1: Ah, she's going to be
2: fine. Are you crazy? That's America we're talking about.
1: Yeah, she's a she's a Supreme Court judge. She's going to have in other words, she's going to have security. She better. (laughs) She absolutely will. And uh, last but not least, I'll just mention this really quick. Uh, This is pretty good. Uh, I think this is good news. Hopefully that uh, they'll be able to follow through and make it efficiently available to uh, all Canadians who need uh, affordable high-speed internet. The government of Canada has announced that they will be making affordable high-speed internet available to low-income families and seniors to help them connect to the new uh, metaverse, <laughs> the new uh, the new metaverse of finances, or, or I don't know. Nevertheless, I think it's important for people who are not necessarily able to pay for high-speed connections to get access to the internet, and the the Canadian government, in partnership with 14 participating internet service providers across across Canada, are voluntarily contributing to the initiative by offering twenty dollars a month for high-speed internet services, uh, which will help to connect hundreds of thousands of low-income families and seniors to affordable high-speed internet. So uh, I think that's a good gesture. And uh, the Canadian government—I don't think they're in an election year, so that's a—that's a pretty good gesture, I
2: think. Nice. Are you guys in the metaverse?
1: <laughs> no,
0: I'm not. I because, think Nina uh, is. No.
2: I've been hearing weird that. stories about people complaining about guys molesting them in the metaverse and stuff like what women.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not in that.
2: Bro, <laughs> I don't understand it myself, but apparently that's a thing where women have complained about men doing things to them in the metaverse. And I'm like, is this really yes. where it's going now?
0: Oh my god, no. I'm not even I guess to- I
1: guess men like perverted, like disgusting <laughs> men are no matter what dimension they're in, they go everywhere. It's the same. Oh man. Oh,
2: wow. Getting me well, tooed in the metaverse now. It's oh. it's what it is.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, um, that's all. That's all we have for Have You Heard's today. Um, so I appreciate the that's our headlines as we see it. I'll pass the buck over to Ready Fox for politics as usual.
2: OK, well, again, this week has been a hard week for me in, in terms of preparing for stuff. I've, the, this week snuck right up on me. So I'm going to read excuses, some, excuses, whatever. I'm going to read some headlines <laughs> here, but I think we're going to wind up talking about morals and ethics when it comes to Will Smith, Jada and chris rock ah! i know nina i know you don't want to talk about it but there's a lot of thi- like it's not going to stop just yet you know? it's, it, there's
1: a lot there's, nina, you I have know. to understand it goes deep lot. Nina. it, goes it
2: deep. really goes deep it really does okay. so i'm gonna mm-hmm. read some quick headlines and then we'll finish off with talking about the will smith stuff but the federal budget just got announced today so it looks like it's going to be focusing on um affordable housing and all that stuff like this is the budget that's kind of been prepared with the new merger, not merger, but just the cooperative contract between the NDP and the liberals and all that stuff. And um, obviously the conservatives, I can't even remember the temporary leader's name right now, um, but I don't like politics. And when you see politicians politicking, which is what she was doing, because no matter what that budget was going to have in it, the conservatives are going to come out and say they don't like it for whatever, you can always find a reason for not liking it. I don't think the conservatives have a shot in hell of ever gaining power in this country ever again. They're always going to be a minority uh, government or a minority, just the opposition, I guess, for the most part until they can modernize their, their party and their attitude and their ideologies and all that stuff or whatever. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, You guys can go into the details about the federal budget. If this was a normal radio show, I would go into deeper, but also this was announced this week. And to me, again, I don't trust Doug Ford. I have a bias against <laughs> Doug Ford, but again, this is good news. I don't know what to tell you. First of all, he's taking the tolls off of some of the toll highways. Remember, he's also scrapping the um, sticker now for the license plate. Mm. Yeah, and now... I'm waiting
1: for my check from that.
0: Same. I, would just think... I thought it was supposed to come in March.
2: Okay. It's April. No, know. no, April. April. I don't know when it's going to happen, but also... They're announcing an increase for minimum in student wages. Again, he's doing everything he can to get reelected. So the, government, the Ford government announced another increase to minimum wage. It'll be going up another 50 cents in October of this year. And then uh, past January, the government hiked the minimum wage up to $15 after canceling plans to do so when it took office in 2018. So he, he fought against raising it before, and now he's raising it a few months or announcing he's going to raise it just a few months before his election. So I just don't trust the Ford government, basically. <laughs> oh, also, he also announced that they're going to lower the gas tax by six cents. He's, this guy, people are, <laughs> do you guys think people are going to fall for all of this? Because these are of all good things. Fall for
0: that. You think Maybe. so,
2: eh? You think he might get yeah. reelected by all these... Uh...
0: Doing a lot now.
2: Yeah. But <laughs>
1: you, my now. hypothesis <laughs> is really, I mean, I just finally learned the the name of the the liberal leader who's running against him, Stephen Dell Del, Deluca. Deluca? Del mm-hmm. Duca,
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It's it. I mean. When it boils down to it, it is a popularity contest, and I don't know who's a, I don't know who's running against it.
2: That's horrible. Well, I I just assume it's Andrea Horvath that's the, got the best opportunity. Oh, of...
0: Stephen always calls my house. That's why I know it's Stephen Dilduka. Automated <laughs> message machine. Call well, it.
2: I don't know. I have a feeling people are going to fall for the okie doke that Crawford is doing here, and I I don't even want to shit on some of these things he's doing because they're good for people like whatever yes. puts more money in people's pockets. Bribing on... us, yeah. It's a, That's I think that's exactly it. These are fucking bribes, yo.
1: But here's the thing. (laughs) I think that's why it is important to to try. I know it's difficult to engage in politics. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the most I'm the most politically active person. But really, the older I get, the more I try to make sure because it's not just about. You know, it's, it's good that he's putting these things, proposing these things and like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It's about holding their feet to the fire and making sure that they do it because they are, like you said, it, they are good things. Like, you know, the I, I think they're, I don't know if you talked about the the daycare that they've actually struck yeah. a deal with uh, for like $10 a day daycare or yeah. something yeah. Like, a $20 a day daycare. That's yeah. incredible. That's important. Yeah. So if he's proposing it, I just want to make sure if he's elected. We got to make sure that he actually does it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Why? As soon as he's elected, he can walk back every promise he's ever made. And he's going to have another four years to do all the fuckery that he was doing in the first three years.
1: I, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to vote for him and I'm not saying to vote for him. Right. But I'm saying if he is going to be voted, if he does end up winning again... You just have to make sure that you you torch him every day. So you Whatever. remember when you're gonna do this?
2: So right. the conservative <laughs> temporary leader I looked it up while we were talking is Candace Bergen. So she uh she was shitting all not over Not the actress. No. Yeah, I guess not. No. Is there an actress called Candace <laughs> I Bergen?
1: Guess not. Yeah. Oh okay, I didn't, I didn't
2: even know that. Okay, but um yeah, so she was shitting all over the uh, the budget that came out today and Part like you just expect that to come from the conservatives. No matter what the liberals were going to put out as a budget, they were going to come out against it because what else are they going to do? Like, see, and that's the thing. If she came out, even though she's a temporary leader, if she came out and said, "You know what? There's a lot about this budget that I don't like, but there are some good things in there that's going to help Canadians." That would open my ears up to them a little more, instead mm-hmm. of them just getting on their high horse and just saying, "Oh, this is one of the worst budgets we've ever seen. We can't spend our way. We can't. Sp- we can't do like." Tell me something new. Like, that's just to be expected of you guys. Like, you're just politicking. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. If, if, even if she came out and said, you know, there's a lot about this budget I don't like, but there are some good things in here that are for Canadians. And I'm glad to see it. And even if she mentioned a couple of things, that would at least open my ears up more so to the Conservative Party.
1: You know, I think you make a strong point, And I've thought this for years. And, you know, mind you, anybody who is involved in, like, the political arena may have insights into the fact that like hey being uh, honesty is not the best policy when it comes to politics but i'm with you i would like i would be pleasantly surprised by a politician who you know i think we discussed this before i like even when it comes to like the pandemic like a politician is like listen this is what the scientists say we strongly suggest to the government that you wear masks but if you don't want to wear masks fuck it Live your lives, partner. But if you die, we ain't paying for it. I would almost, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would almost, me personally, I would prefer that level of can uh, of candidness. Right. And, uh, and honestly, like, if somebody is proposing something that is good, I think it's all, you know, I, I think it would be to their benefit to acknowledge it. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah,
2: well. Yeah, but it was just the same old story that you hear from the opposition party. Oh, this is a
1: horrible... <laughs> horrible, it's horrible, it's, it's, it's horrendous. Like, Justin Trudeau doesn't so know what gross.
2: Like, I don't know. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm still dying. I, well, not dying, but I'm waiting to see who they're going to elect as their new party leader. did I see
0: something about Doug Ford's... Their, his nephew, his and Rob Ford's nephew, running for party leader? Oh, no, yes, I
2: didn't look, see...
1: He definitely looks like his younger brother. I didn't see particular. that at all, nephew, but
2: yeah, it's we'll, their nephew. we'll see about that. Okay, so let's move on to the Jaden Will stuff because um there's been a lot of headlines from it from this week and um just here's the thing though and it's it's just making me think about other things about society and ethics and morals and all that stuff so Denzel Washington spoke publicly about it for the first time this week I do mm like a burp is coming but it's not gonna come i guess or whatever but it's stifling it's my gonna come at
1: the most inappropriate time maybe
2: but um so basically the message from denzel was like who are we to judge you know he was coming from the whole let he who's without sin cast the first stone type stuff or whatever right so mm. that had me thinking about that i was like is he right does he have a point um mm, i'm not so sure now also uh this week i think Jada Pinkett actually spoke publicly as well, too, saying that she didn't mm-hmm. like what Will did and saying something like she doesn't need protecting. I could be wrong about that. I didn't go. No, th- you're right. OK, so you did see her say that. See, now, yeah. how do you feel? Let me just ask you, how do you feel about that, Nina? Because to me, it's like, why even say that in public? Like, why not yeah. just back him up and just support him? In public
0: him? and then behind closed doors, yeah. say that to him. So
2: what did, what did you think when you saw that?
0: Oh, the whole thing is so... St- when I saw that, I was just like... <laughs> I was just like, like, yeah, same thing. Why would you say that in public? Because people who already think he looks like an idiot are gonna think he looks even more like an idiot now because you're not even defending him. Like, okay. if that was like, that's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, one of my relationship rules is defend me in public, but behind closed doors, you think I did Check something me. wrong? Tell me, right? Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, it like stupid, it seems
2: like Denzel stupid. Washington is doing more to defend Will in public than Jada Pinkett is. Like, mm-hmm. Solitaire, did you see this? I see you're shaking your head. What are you thinking about this?
1: It's so bad. It's so messy. And I'm trying, I think I've done a pretty good job of ignoring it after we had the conversation. I kind of like let go and let God at that point, Mm -hmm. but hearing this discussion and clearly Nina, I mean, understandably, we know why it's not resonating with you as much and that's completely (laughs) fair, but for anybody from our generation who is a huge fan of people like Chris Rock and Will Smith. It's There's so many parts of this story to navigate and it's funny because I hear people particularly uh, some of my male friends who are insistent that this is all Jada's fault. She's toxic. She's the worst. She caused all of this. It's her fault. They're what really do you think? holding her feet to the fire. And this situation makes me kind of like
2: agree with them i
1: don't i don't want i don't want to like put it all on her shoulders but number one when they should you guys you, you saw the additional footage when yeah. after will's walking off stage
0: she's, she's laughing, laughing. Yep.
1: and then you hear this and it's kind of like you know will smith basically tarnished the remainder of his career moving forward because you know how short-term people's memories are and this is going to live on for years forever you're gonna have to do a lot to outdo this memory
2: he actually checked himself into rehab this week will smith oh i didn't know that yeah like some sort of like high-end high culture like holt renfrew therapy type thing like i have no idea like but it's like for celebrities behavioral
0: therapy or something something
2: like, like he is stressed out by this whole thing Clearly. of what's happening Clearly. and that's only human that's i understand that Clearly. completely but this is like this is how like deep it's going like he is checking himself into therapy also this week and i think it just popped up today there's a viral video now going around from an old ig uh, conversation that um jada too. and will had as well it's like too. this guy i'm like now okay so you saw this right so this is will pleading with jada to say, you know what, please stop talking about our relationship in public. Because she was talking about bringing on a, a therapist, uh, Esther Perel, onto the mm-hmm. red table. And so, you know, he's saying to her, you know, come on, man, like... Please stop talking about our relationship in public. That's a reasonable request. I really mm-hmm. believe so. I think so. And then she was, you know, pushing back on him. And then she's, like, bringing the therapist in there. And she's talking to the therapist saying, oh, oh, he's on some bullshit now. Or, like, I'm paraphrasing. but And then he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that kind of thing or whatever. So when I saw that, now, this is the conversation that I want to have with you guys. I wish we had – this would have been a perfect conversation to have on the radio to be able to have people call in. Because yeah. now – when I see that, this is the first thing my mind goes to. She clearly wears the pants in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, this whole new modern brain of mine that I'm trying to be better at says, hold on, that's misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Because that not that an antiquated idea about who wears the pants in a relationship or whatever? Because that's the next thought I had. I was like who's the like there's nothing wrong with your woman being assertive and you know pushing back and having her say about what she wants to happen in a relationship or whatever so let me ask you guys this now is that an antiquated thing to think about who wears the pants in a relationship or is that still something that you ascribe to and yes yeah yeah okay go on and i'll
1: tell you why because i i to me it's not wearing the pants in a relationship is kind of like what a you is euphemism is that the right word for it sure where it's more of an indication of who's the leader who's the leader in that relationship and mm-hmm. i don't think that it has to be it's supposed to be a man leaders. specifically or a woman but somebody is going to be the decider <laughs> you no know what I mean? but when they're both they're, they're the,
2: both supposed to be deciders it's supposed to be equal 50 you 50
1: know, yeah no i don't necessarily Nina, think? That that's the, what do you uh, think? i
0: agree with I'm sorry, man. We're going to have to un-Scorpio a line here was, like, the first <laughs> time in three weeks. I agree with Reddy because, like, if, like okay, for example, like like how Reddy was saying, like, yeah, like, people are saying she wears the pants because, like, she pushes back and stuff and whatever. She like, runs him. Yeah, like, I've been in situations where I've been told that, like, like, me pushing back is, like, rebellious or whatever. And to me, I'm just like, no, because I'm not going to, like agree with something that I don't agree with. And it got to the point where I learned to compromise. Like, and I think that's an important thing when it comes to relationships. Like in my opinion, there's no one person who wears the pants like, and and makes all the rules. Like it's all about compromise between both of you equally. Like, and that's what it comes down to for me. Like, and something that I just experienced was just learning to be equal about almost every like big decision, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's kind of, to me personally, that's how like, I see it but in this situation yeah it looks like there is no compromise when it comes to Jada what compromising she Will. Yeah. yeah I feel like Will does compromise with her I think he I,
2: I think he me. bends over backwards to please her at yeah. every opportunity and now this whole thing has seemed to make him look even more emasculated even back from before when she cheated on him with the um August guy or whatever I forget mm-hmm. what his name is and August all that Kelsey. stuff so their relationship has just kind of been on um, under a microscope even more so ever since then and now this new whole oscar debacle is just rehashing that all over again or whatever and i'm sorry man just from an outsider watching this whole thing she looks hella toxic towards him like
1: that's that's the word that's the word and now just to kind of circle back to to be clear i'm not saying that that is the way that there's you know there's always a leader in every relation i'm not saying that that's always the case i think that it because you will hear from some women or some people in a relationship that they actually want to be subservient mm-hmm. to the person that's that true. they're with right you know what yeah. i'm saying
0: so i think it's it's not a matter of a
2: man if they can just run him and just whatever yeah he just... that's
0: true some people are like that not me though but i
1: i i would I, I would expect more of you nina but i'm i think that if it's a if it's a mutual decision and it's usually between somebody whose personality is is subservient or submissive and somebody who's dominant so i think it's possible you know what i mean but in the case of will smith and jada i think that there's clearly like you've heard how jada has mentioned even when they first started dating i remember jada was talking about somebody had suggested to her To uh, to, she wanted to set Jada up on a blind date with Will, and she's like the Fresh Prince, girl, the Fresh Prince, and she was like dismissive of it from the beginning. So you can see that clearly in that situation. Let's let's face it. She had she had hand. She had you know what I mean. Like she had the advantage. She was being pursued by somebody that she didn't necessarily would have chosen for herself. So in that situation, you could see that it was a uh, the 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 dynamic, the 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 give and take in that was was more so in Jada's favor, right. and now it's showing to me that clearly there's something <clears throat> a little bit she's taken advantage of
2: that. Maybe I guess so. Mm-hmm. And so just circling <laughs> back to what um, Denzel Washington said, because I want to just ask you guys what you think about this, because he was saying, you know, uh, they're saying that this is. Denzel Washington speaking, saying, There's a saying that when the devil ignores you, then you know you're doing something wrong. The devil goes, Oh, leave him alone. He's my favorite. Conversely, when the devil comes at you, maybe it's because he's trying to do something right or whatever reason. The devil got a hold of him that night. Fortunately, there were people there, not just me, but others. Tyler Perry came immediately right over there with me. Um, they said some prayers. I don't want to talk about what we said, but for the, but just talking about for the grace of God amongst us or whatever. And he was like, Who are we to condemn? Um, I don't know all the ins and outs of the situation, but I know the only situation was prayer, the way I saw it, the way I see it. So that question now, like, who are we to condemn? Like, do you agree with that? Like, who are we to say, like, what's right or wrong or whatever in terms of what, you know, the situation is with Will or Jada? Nina?
0: I disagree because who are we to condemn if it has to do with just their relationship between the two of them? Mm -hmm. But when it involves other parties who've done no wrong in the situation, then... Yeah, we have every right to tell him that he was stupid for doing that. And he's in the public eye, he's a public figure doing this on a pub very public stage. Like so yeah, I, I don't think that we shouldn't like tell him that he's wrong for it and bash him for it.
2: Right. And hmm. just to also another headline came out this week too, that one of Chris Rock's brothers said he confirmed Chris Rock did not know that she had alopecia. Um, when he made that joke or whatever. He was really just going with, she's got a shaved head, she could do the G.I. Jane sequel and all that stuff or whatever. So Ricky Gervais, he came out this week and he he didn't hold back. He was like, yo, it's not a disability. And he was like, Uh miss me with that, basically, is what he was saying. And and especially don't hit someone over a joke, no matter how bad it is. And it really wasn't that bad. It was a pretty tame joke compared to some of the things I've said on the Oscar Uh stage and all that stuff. So uh, (laughs) do you guys agree with ricky gervais just saying like alopecia is not a disability and people are trying to make this into something that it's not
1: nina
0: okay my thing is like i never want to like diminish other like i degrade other people's struggles like if you if you feel impacted by something then you have every right to feel that way um someone always has it worse regardless somebody always has it worse no matter what situation you're in so there's it's you're never going to be in a situation where it's like all right you have it the absolute worst of everyone in the entire world like we cannot make jokes about it like everything is going to have jokes made about it at the end of the day the way i see it and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think he made it about her alopecia and at the end of the day even if he did he's a comedian and i think he's a as a comedian like we should expect that from comedians i know i do so yeah I, i don't know that's that's how i look at it
2: is overweight a disability
0: no i mean <laughs> solitaire. all right let me
2: solitaire is over oh, oh, it's huh? being overweight a say, disability
0: he's opting out <laughs> huh what overweight it could it depends if it's a real health condition
2: like, like a genetic thing where of, you can't yeah, some help sort it of,
0: some sort of health condition where it's not possible to control it like it's very it's very hard to maintain it fine but right. if it's just because you, just... you can't
2: put the donuts down
0: yeah, or yeah you just love eating nonstop, then that's your problem but
2: see overeating is like a crutch disease type thing too is that that could be see this is the thing i feel like we're going down this slope of anything can be a disability now whatever you're okay, so
0: then do i have a disability because i have to eat a chocolate bar every single day yes every single day
2: if it's detrimental to your everyday living and you can't stop yourself from doing it, then you might have an addiction. I don't know. I might almost
0: cry if I don't get a chocolate bar one day.
2: And then we should not make fun of you (laughs) eating chocolate then.
0: No, you can't because it doesn't bother me. Okay.
2: Well, you know what? That's it for politics as usual. There's so much more. I could keep going on and on about this Will Smith thing because there's so many different angles to it or whatever, but we're on a tight time limit budget tonight So that's it for politics as usual. And I'm going to pass the baton over to Nina to take us home with music news.
1: Okay, so
0: we're going to kind of carry off on the Will Smith stuff hmm. so okay at the Oscars Regina Hall made a joke about how Space Jam 2 should have been nominated in the special effects category for bringing back LeBron James's hairline <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> apparently this was so offensive to LeBron's best friend the game so the game goes on Instagram
2: the game's Bro, the best game's friend the-
0: Bro, the game's been. I was being sarcastic. He's, oh. he's been talking a little too much, like about too many things that he has no business talking about. Every
2: really. time he says something these days, I lose more respect. I don't for know
0: it. why he's doing this. Like, okay, so he went on Instagram to say, it's one thing to be a beautiful black woman as accomplished as Regina Hall is and not be able to put your foot down when pre reading a joke clearly written for her by someone else, I'm assuming a white writer. But another thing to try and clown a truly family oriented man of integrity, supreme character, and class on his stage where we are still not wanted and truly only get awarded when they feel they should throw the monkey a banana as my late grandmother would put it he went on to say that this is exactly how they set up Chris Rock with a pre-written joke about Will and Jada which left Will no choice but to defend his wife because they backed him into a corner he had a choice he said he's not personally taking shots at Regina or Wanda Sykes but just pointing out that they didn't give Amy Schumer that joke to read then he he said that it's cool for black people to joke about black people with black people, but he thinks the Oscars were just conspiring against black people with a mentality similar to Willie Lynch letters where slave, I don't know what this is. So I put the description where slave masters would put their two strongest slaves in a fight to death, giving the winner a plate of home cooked food the game ended his rant by saying he doesn't have a problem with jokes that are in good humor, but he just doesn't like when the jokes are butted in their deep rooted hatred, deep rooted hatred for black people. Do you guys think Regina's Hall, Regina Hall's joke was that offensive, and only something that can be joked about with black people, or did the game just reach all the way to Timbuktu with this one?
1: Ready, Fox? You want to start with that? I'll or start want with to it. Sure.
2: I, the game, every like you just said, Nina, just a little while ago. Why does he keep speaking publicly? And mm-hmm. every time he says something, now he's making me feel he's not a person to be taken seriously at all. Like. You know, he had a nice run with some good music. I'm assuming he's been putting out some good music. I think he just put out a song with Kanye that was sounded pretty good to me. The Paul Revere sample that um, Kanye used or whatever. But, yeah, he's absolutely reaching. Um, it's a joke about LeBron James's hairline. That's, this is apples and oranges. This is not the same thing as someone who's losing their hair not by choice. As Well, I guess LeBron's not losing his hair by choice either. But it's so completely different in so many different ways like there's so much historical context to black women in their hair and how important their hair is to them and all that stuff not so much for black men sorry that's just the thing we go bald we grow our hair we do what we can with it it's not a big deal like
1: you know he- what ready fox let me interject go for it all men of all Racist. colors Lose their shapes hair. sizes <laughs> cultures it affects all men across the world.
2: Going bald? It has
1: nothing to do yeah. with black men. I'm so annoyed.
2: Yeah, the game is, <laughs> he's lame for this. He's really lame. I think he's just trying to stay relevant by speaking on things publicly yes, or whatever. Yes,
1: 100%. I mean, you're talking yeah. about a man who has an average, an average name drop per song of like 50 or 60. <laughs> of 50 or 60 celebrities that he drops their names per song. Mm-hmm. he's you know what i mean like at this point he's just adding his co- name to the conversation just so people can talk about his ridiculous takes what do you think yeah Nina?
0: i think oh well that's i want to ask you guys what you think because <clears throat> it's situation it's it's things like this that get said like when when somebody of a certain race says something offends their race you don't know whether or not you're actually allowed to laugh anymore at the joke so that's why i'm like Let me ask you guys, because then I got uncomfortable. I'm like, is it bad that I thought it was funny? Like, I...
2: we cracked up when I didn't take it <laughs>
0: and I didn't personally take it that deep but that's the thing like in today's day and age there's so many like different levels of sensitivity with people like mm-hmm. with everybody every race everyone's everything. bitch made so, everyone's bitch made yeah right. and so it's it's hard to know like if you're not a part of that race that's like if somebody said this about Indian people and I disagreed I'd be like yeah whatever I disagree and I would continue making the joke whatever but like when it's about another race that's when it becomes uncomfortable because it's like you don't know if you're going to, I don't know, be on the street talking and a passerby hears you and then they get all offended and you're like, right. oh, I, you know, like, I didn't mean it like that. But I personally did think he was reaching on this one. And I was like,
2: he's what super, the he's heck? super like, reaching. It's like, com- you, did
0: you rewatch the whole Oscars to pick one thing <laughs> just so you could like get reposted on Shade Room?
2: I hope like... people, I, I was never mad. Okay. I don't know. Can, can, Anyways, we're going to move on.
0: Yeah, we're gonna move yeah. on to the next three. All right, okay.
2: Fuck the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so this is kind of all of it is like similar to Will Smith stuff. So
2: <laughs> look at you, you're so sick of the Will Smith thing, and you, you just keep you're on. Right.
0: You can't help it; it's everywhere. <laughs> okay, so Ti popped up at an open mic in Atlanta, um, and because, in case you didn't know, he's actually trying to become a comedian now, um, and he got super offended by a joke that one of the comedians made. Lauren Knight made a joke about T.I. and his wife tiny sexual assault allegations from last year which ended up being dismissed after T.I. kept telling Lauren to take her wig off so T.I. decided to storm the stage like that was her response because he kept saying take her wig off whatever and so that was her response so T.I. decided to storm the stage stage with another mic telling her that there is no case and that he and his wife did nothing wrong in the video he keeps snapping saying as long as she keeps talking about it he's going to keep correcting her verbally publicly Lauren then said she believes he's innocent anyways before saying that this is her show and it's not no rap battle so he's not going to stop her from doing her shit. T.I. then actually went up on stage made it look like he was hugging her but he did it so he could snatch the mic from her while she was still talking turned it off and then the two kept arguing towards the end of the show they made up but then ti went on ig live weaponizing his fan base according to lauren which just made her mad all over again and she took to ig to share that she was getting death threats and shit as a result ti ended up squashing the whole thing on instagram posting a picture of the two of them from the show writing a long ass caption telling people about her being a young upcoming comic on the scene in atlanta and to check her out he also said she's a young black woman fighting to use her voice for laughter and i understand that may take us down dark roads at times but there's always an opportunity to find a beacon of light and produce a positive outcome as i say all the time all ships rise with high tide yada 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 they also (laughs) actually met up in person i think yesterday the day before and they looked like they were all smiles um but i'm curious would you guys compare like you guys saw the video and Mm -hmm. would you guys compare ti's reaction to this like to some of will smith's energy and how do you feel about how he handled the situation
1: poorly
2: Poorly, very poorly, he didn't look good, he was not in good form, and I believe her story I don't think she has a reason to lie, so mm-hmm. in the video, Nina was kind enough to send us the Instagram video so we could see this before she spoke about it, and she explained basically what happened, and I don't see a reason why she would lie about this like she's she's nowhere near the celebrity stature of what t i is right like mm-hmm. I don't I've never really heard of Lauren Knight is that her name yeah yeah, yeah Lauren yeah, yeah. Knight so when she's explaining it she's like yeah she's doing her thing on stage and ti's heckling her mm-hmm. that's if you heckle a comedian be prepared for them to say anything to you like he yep. he was completely wrong in the situation and he was acting like a child to be honest with mm-hmm. you and a bully he looked yep. like a bully big time to me it almost looked like he was going to hit her or something at one point it did when,
0: it did when he got up on the stage right
2: yeah the way he was like pressing on her I was like, this is not helping your case with us wondering about you, you know, assaulting women. women, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. When you literally do this in front of people because you're tight over her making a joke about your case or whatever. And what did she say? All she said was you still haven't spoken publicly about your case, so kind of thing or whatever. Like like, she didn't accuse him of being a rapist or anything like that, which he was saying. And Mm -hmm. yo, if you heckle a comedian when they're doing their thing, they're going to fire shots back at you. That's just, that's the deal of life, man.
1: I, I, I watched the video and I could like that part, like when he was heckling her, why was he heckling her again?
0: Because he, like it all started from her. Like he started off in the beginning. I don't know why he started off saying to take your wig off. I don't know why he started that. And then angry. she fired back with the whole thing about this whole case situation and him not speaking on it. And then that's when he got aggravated.
1: Yeah. Cause that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, why did if ti yeah. is trying to be serious and i know he's kind of had some back and forths with the, a few comedians who are calling him out uh for not taking you know being a stand-up comedian seriously but i mean if you are paying tribute and you're honoring the craft of stand-up comedy you're not going to heckle another comedian you know what i'm saying like for a But again, I don't know what preceded him heckling her. But regardless, if that if you have an issue of something that she said on stage as a comedian, take it up with her after the show and Mm -hmm. and address her person to person. So for him to just like Will
2: Smith, if you had an issue with Chris Rock, you could have waited until they went to commercial break and and gone up to him and said, yo, I don't appreciate you talking about my wife like that. Or you
0: could have said, did you know she had alopecia? And then make a decision off
1: of that. You know, I was going to, I was, that was kind of like one of the things that I was, after we had our show, one of the things that I was thinking in the back of my head was exactly that. It's like, did Will Smith prior to that night, because I was saying if they, if Chris and Will, if Will approached Chris about something that he said, whatever they're saying, like he mentioned her He dissed her on the Grammys, whatever it was, like, sorry, the Oscars a couple of years ago when he hosted. If Will Smith did not bring that conversation to Chris Rock prior to that night, it's even a Mm -hmm. million times worse. Because if he did, then I would almost, I would be more inclined to say, listen, I told you last time, stop fucking with me. Right. And now I'm gonna show you. So I mean, if it was one of those things where but they still. had an interaction and Will Smith warned them previously, because I hey I'm all for fairness. Like if I tell mm-hmm. you what, because I tell people I'm like, listen, if you want to push my buttons. You, If your intention is to get on my nerves, just know that you will succeed. See, that's and the most, I will respond accordingly. Right,
2: but again, it's on a live televised show. Millions of people are watching. That, I don't
1: want to circle back. That, no, is, the right. most, I don't that su- is the most
2: anti-gangster thing to, you could do is to go upstage yeah. during the show, live on the air, and hit the guy like that. You know how it would have given Will Smith so much more credibility if we only heard the story about after they went to commercial, Will Smith... Draped up Chris Rock backstage <laughs> and said, "Don't make fun of my wife." Like he would have gotten a lot of props from majority of people or whatever. We never would have seen it. It would have just been like a legendary news story type yeah. thing. But we're
1: taking it back. We're taking it back. We're taking it back to the Will Smiths. Let's, on- <laughs> oh. Let's keep it on the Ti. The key, Ti. The yeah, yeah. This Ti but- yeah.
2: He, he looks like a child. He looks like a bully. Yep. it it, if anything it just makes me want to believe the the assault allegations even more so now yeah yeah because yo
0: yeah when people get that defensive about something that they haven't i get it this is a serious thing but when you get that defensive about something that you haven't done yeah that's the shakespeare
2: that's the shakespearean thing Methinks the man doth protest too much there you go that's (laughs) that's the saying of it so, no, yeah. there's I agree. that
0: generation gap again. I'm joking. <laughs> you don't no, know it's okay. I am mean, with you. I,
1: I've, n- I've never heard that one either. You've never heard
0: you. that I, either? I know the sing, but I don't from know about Shakespeare. I don't. Uh, you, oh, think you, I, you think I know about Hamlet?
2: Shakespeare is amazing, you guys.
1: I heard Shakespeare plagiarized too. So what's up what's up with that? Whoa. Is there um, there's a movie about that too that apparently there he from had a black
2: slave. Writer. He had a black slave, didn't he? Apparently and he the, had a ghostwriter. Black slave wrote all those today. amazing plays, Taming of the True, especially Taming of the True. I
1: Shrew. wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt I would not doubt. that there was black
0: excellence yeah. behind
2: Shakespeare I, I, that he I,
1: took all the credit for. The
2: Merchant for. of Venice absolutely sounds like a black man wrote that shit. Straight good. <laughs>
0: but anyway. Um, yeah. No, but I was gonna say, yeah, for TI, I definitely think he uh he handled it really poorly and I do think he looked like a bully. And when he mm-hmm. did get on up on stage, even before he grabbed her, the way he was stomping up there, I was like, is he gonna hit her? I thought he was gonna <laughs> hit her. Straight good. <laughs> yeah. Straight I thought goes, he was I gonna look- hit her. Yeah. Really did. Like it, it, that was yeah. yeah it,
1: it definitely did not uh it did not uh it did not serve him well in his case against him having anger management issues. Yeah. So but
0: do you like, think then, my question then to you guys is do you think that Because of what Will Smith did, like there was somebody did make a comment to Kathy Griffin. She said after Will Smith, she said that people at comedy shows, when they get offended by one little thing now, they're going to think it's okay to walk up on a comedian and and slap them or whatever. Right. Do you think that 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 situation is what gave ti the balls to do this or no. do you think he did it because she was a girl do you think he would have done this to a guy a comedian or do you think he would have done it regardless if regardless
2: because he's ti this guy yeah. had an arsenal of weapons in his basement and got caught with <laughs> him like this guy is a street he's like he's no one's gonna question his thuggery we know that <laughs> nah. like we'll question will yeah. smith's thuggery but ti he's he's like he's from the street like he's yeah. you know so yeah no regardless but it's just yeah. bad timing poor form like just
0: all around, grade F. Mm-hmm. You fail.
2: Great,
0: Salter, any last thoughts on that?
1: oh uh, no. I, I think mm-hmm. that um, to your to ready to you know to um, emphasize ready's point, I definitely think that TI would have approached whoever was Anybody. on the stage saying that. Um,
2: but I do agree. I, I think people are going to feel more emboldened to. Try shit like this, though.
1: No, I don't think so. You know why? Because regular people aren't celebrities, Like, and it's not the Oscars. If you're in a regular-ass place, and you're in some hole-in-the-wall comedy club, and you're offended... We've seen that already
2: happen before. Karen went up on stage with uh, some guy, I forget his name, starts with an A. I I forget what his name, but he's a comedian, pretty well-known. And this white woman just came up on the stage and started berating him and stuff or whatever, and... She was offended by some of the jokes he said or whatever and that shit went viral and stuff or whatever. Listen, Karen's will I do I shit. Think
0: I remember that?
1: Yeah, Karen yeah, but that that I don't think that that Karen's doing dumb shit or like anybody feeling, you know, feeling brave enough to go on stage and and accost somebody for something that they feel they that they felt offended by. Those people were going to do, were going to act that way. It was probably liquor induced as well. I like Let's let's not (laughs) (laughs) underestimate the power of alcohol. Like, assholes are going to be assholes. I don't think that this incident with Will Smith is going to embolden more people, like the average person, and be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I'm offended by that shit and start smacking people. Because, you know what? Motherfuckers will be slapped right back and it might even. Escalate to the parking lot like it's 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 a different world for for the average human being out Mm -hmm. there versus the celebrity and the pomp and circumstance of the Oscars like I don't think that's going to influence anybody who wasn't who didn't already have the proclivity to to do that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Well. Anyways, hopefully that's enough. For anything. Hopefully that's the last music stuff that's related to Will Smith. Anyways, <laughs> quick headline. Oh, no, it's
2: gonna go on for a while, Nina. This is oh. this is gonna go on for a little minute.
0: All right. Well, Kanye dropped out of Coachella. He, I feel like he's just having a temper tantrum now. He dropped out, or he got yeah, he, he, You know, he, he pulled himself move? out. Pulled himself out. Um, and I the think weekend-
1: he. I- I, can I say that I think that that was a preemptive pulling himself out because he didn't want to get uh, removed like he got yeah, removed maybe. from the Grammys?
0: Maybe. Um, and, and The weekend and Swedish House Mafia are now taking over for him because this is like a last minute thing. Yeah. Coachella's next week. Yeah. Um, Tory Lanez was arrested at uh, his Megan The Stallion court hearing and then he was released after posting $350,000 bail. And it was all because of his tweets. He's told he's being told not to talk about her on social media at all. But he did. The judge, yeah, never, yeah but the judge never said nothing to Megan. <clears throat> Megan's the one starting it half the time. And bear people in the comments now are all saying that. And I'm like, you idiots. We've been telling you this from the beginning, but nobody wanted to listen.
2: She's free to say whatever she wants. She's the victim.
0: Uh, but if you're gonna tell him he can't speak on it, then why can't she speak on it? He's publicly? the one that that's under
2: arrest.
0: But if it's a case, then nobody should be able to speak on it. I right? agree with
2: that. But again, we, we tend to forget here who the victim is and who the perpetrator is in all this, man. Megan is the victim.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> See it, say it, Nina. Say it.
2: I don't care. I love Tori. <laughs> is, is that what you're, you're going to say? So
0: why did you have a country accent I don't know. <laughs> i love tori light
2: <laughs>
0: i love tori light uh-huh. anyways and lastly cardi b won her gag order forcing youtuber tasha Cade to delete any videos about Good. her and to never repost them she also won that case i don't know if i told you guys that but right yeah and that's uh that's the quick headlines
2: and that's it for the show this week Solitaire, wrap it up <laughs>
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was a, a fast and furious one hour action packed episode of hashtag uncensored, the podcast version. We are definitely looking forward to getting back into the studio of Vibe Five, number one for hip hop R and B and the Culture. But in the meantime and in between time, we'll continue to to record these podcasts for you as frequently as possible. And uh do no, yourself once a, a favor
2: week. once a week <laughs> we're not trying to do what it I too say? frequently. Not as...
1: as frequently as possible, once a week, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, if that's what it, if that's what it takes. We but, could um,
2: do three a week if we tried.
1: No, because uh, we'd need significantly uh, increase in our listeners so that we can, uh, <laughs> you know supplement some of the income loss for the time <laughs> we are contributing
2: <laughs> to produce the
1: once a week podcast right. we would love to do that I would, i'd be very happy to do that but in the meantime and in between time once a week is more than enough but we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us when we do drop these episodes and we will be back again next week for our next episode of hashtag uncensored on behalf of dj ready fox and no better nina we are out stay safe for God's sakes, if you're gonna be out in public in a place with a lot of people, whatever. do yourself a waiver. Just throw on a mask.
2: Just do I'm whatever just you want. It,
1: I know it's not just I know it's not the law. Just do whatever
2: you want. People are already doing whatever they want. Don't listen to Solitaire.
1: What? No, it's, listen to me. It's a free listen for to all. Reason.
2: It's the wild, wild west. <laughs> whatever goes, goes.
1: All right. Well well, as a, as a you know our West Indian uh lineage says, uh those who can't hear must feel. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. But regardless, we do wish you health, safety, and uh, well-being. All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Peace.